Rangers reign supreme in the final old form of the season with two games left. Can they stay unbeaten? Elsewhere, it's deja vu for Hibs as they lose to St Johnson in a key game again. St Mirren are denied a UEFA licence and could the Champions League final head to Hampton? It's episode 20 of the False 90s podcast. <laughs> with you today, we've got Marcus and Kyle. How are you doing tonight, guys? Yeah, it's very good, my man. How are you doing? Yeah, good. All right. Good. How are you doing? I just firstly, I just want to apologise to the viewers for my last week's antics for not showing. I it's not because Rangers got beat; it's because I fell asleep after my work. So <laughs> that's the only reason why. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> for a week behind in predictions, that affects you. Oh, oh sorry, guys. Sorry, I did just points, potential points. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but we'll start with the old firm. Oh, shall we? That's probably why. Yes. Probably why Andy isn't on tonight. <laughs> and I, he's working. I think. I think he's doing extra shifts. So, um. But yes, I'll, I'll kick off the old firm. So for the first time in a while, I am going to say that Rangers four, Celtic one, uh, in a very dominant old firm fixture for Rangers, and it's been a while since I've said that. Um. So, yeah. A uh, very good performance from Rangers' perspective, but obviously I've uh, lost a couple of Celtic fans that will argue that the red card did change the game um, because Celtic did start the better team. They started on really on the front foot, starting to press our, our uh, midfield and uh, ask questions about our defence. Um, but they're, they're pushing and probing. Um, Turnbull and obviously Forrest, Lincoln, well. Together, Forrest had a couple couple chances as well. Uh, I do think Forrest has has became since he came up from Zinchy been a pretty good player for Celtic. Especially, I think it's the first set, first second game back. He's came back and he's uh, five in both of them. Um, but yeah, like um, you're not going to get through our defence that easy this season. Um, but yeah, we had a couple chances as well. Uh, Bonabaric and Ryan Kent linking up very well. Uh, a wee um, panel that uh, Cal McGregor did. Against Cal McGregor, which is actually starts off in his first yellow card of the game, which a lot of people do argue about it wasn't yellow, uh, but in the replay you can see that Cal McGregor did actually stand on his uh, stand on his toe, which is uh, redeemed as a dangerous tackle. Um, uh, so yeah, it was definitely a yellow card. But um, one of the key moments I think most people would say in that old firm fixture was the save. It's going to be labelled as the save from El Unice that um, Al McGregor had. Uh, it's just, it's just McGregor this season has been absolutely incredible. Uh, he got a, a slight couple fingers on Elliot's shot. It looked like it was going in from Elliot's save, but um, McGregor with the Jeff fingertip save to push it onto the bar, uh, which was, I mean, what can you say? It was fucking incredible for McGregor, to be honest. <laughs> oh, really, good really, really good yeah, save. Probably one of his, one of his best this season, definitely. Uh, he always seems to obviously overperform in old firm games. He, he he's an absolutely exceptional keeper, uh, especially this season as well. Um, but I'll get on to the sort of Rangers goal, uh, which kind of eliminated in Callum McGregor's setting yellow of the game. So Ryan Kent, what he's usually done in the past old firm games this season is uh, just tear burn apart, and and he does again, uh, taking on a couple of defenders, passing really else goes out from I think it's Welsh. Uh, Kamara managed to get to the ball first from the 50-50 and Callum McGregor with uh, a stupid challenge to say the least um, especially on a yellow card um, uh, which which you could, I was shouting for as a, as a sending off and then he managed to come into a rebo and Ryan Kent 
uh, flicks into the middle with Ruth uh, controlling it with his uh, chest and it goes in from his chest and a lot of people say it was a fluke uh, a lot of, especially Celtic fans on Twitter anyway um, but I, you can see from Kamara's what he's doing he wasn't really any under pressure you, you know exactly what um, Kamara's doing from that and it's an absolute superb goal from Kamara Ruth Credit to the ref as well, playing, uh, oh, playing advantage from from that the challenge earlier, and then mm -hmm. leading to the Rangers goal, and then going back and and giving the second yellow out. Yeah, especially that's his first old farm, I think, uh, Nick Walsh. Um, so for once, I've got nothing to complain about the ref. I thought the ref was even even the challenge, even the, some of the challenges against us. I thought he got he got right as well. Um, but that definitely was a second yellow, especially. That was an absolutely shocking challenge to come out, but um, fair play to the ref for, for playing on. Um, but that second yellow sort of was one of the turning points in the game as well. Uh, I'm sure, obviously, when you go down 10 men as well, is always a turning point in the match. Um, but Celtic did get managed to get back into it through Edward. Edward yeah. uh, it was very, obviously, very poor defensively for me. I don't want to criticise this season as well. Uh, I thought, uh, I don't know who it was that lost man, I think it was Simpson that lost um, Edward, and well, obviously as you do, you would probably go back to the box when, when the ball comes out, but uh, yeah, Simpson did lose man, and I thought Simpson did have a very good game overall, um, but it's just there's a couple of mistakes that, that led to the Celtic goal. Um, so it was very disappointing to lose as well, especially when they were going down to 10 men, um, but again, you got to credit Celtic for the goal, it was a very good corner in from, I think it was Turnbull to the corner, Um the fact of Ayer. Uh, but then again, I didn't. I wasn't really worried at that point because uh, obviously we got the man advantage. But um, the second goal came from a man from everyone that slagged this season, especially Celtic fans as well. Uh, Morelos. <coughs> it was probably one of the best Morelos' goals I think I've ever seen uh, as an Rangers shirt. Uh, so the ball comes out to. Uh, Barisic, Barisic floats it in with his right foot. Uh, Kyler out to Kamara. Kamara plays it on really like a, a decent ball to Morales, and then it's all Morales from there. Does a nutmeg on Brown, passes Brown, and right in the top corner. Absolutely exceptional. I think his celebration uh, capped it off uh, very nice as well. <laughs> I think I said I, th I think I said a video to the the podcast about um, the podcast chat that we have about that goal. <laughs> so yeah, I can't remember. I had a few I had a few pints after that. So. Um, yeah, no, it was good to see Alfie scoring again, and it wasn't just some tapping from the back post. It wasn't just that guy at the back of the post. So, uh, but I think forward from there, uh, Rangers were the predominantly dominant side, which you would expect from obviously going down, instead of going down to ten men. Um, but yeah, saying another goal, I'm just going to try and get back to it. But obviously, Celtic did keep in it. They have a few chances for Turnbull. Turnbull missing that header, and. Yeah, it was um, the Rangers' third goal came from uh, Kamar Roof, who, who has been slagged by the critics quite a lot this season. He's been doing okay in my eyes, I would think. He's been doing okay, but obviously hadn't shown enough before previous before this game. Uh, but he played a really nice ball into Davis. Davis, Barisic uh, um, on the wide. And then what I think is the difference between Alfie and, Alfie and, uh, um, and Roof is that... Um, Alfie would probably try and drop short again for another ball and try and play it on the other side, try and switch the play. Uh, but um, Roof played it out to Barisic and as soon as he passed it out, he went straight into that box. And 
his commitment Bajos knows exactly what he's doing and it's pretty much a free header from, from Roof right into the the uh, with the right into the keeper's right with um, no chance for Scott Bain and the celebration was pretty good as well. So And there's a few more antics as well between um Mirellis and Brown with uh Mirellis signalling between that time. Uh Scott Brown said something about it's the same challenge as um Cal McGregor's and then Alfie was like, uh, boo-hoo, like, singing like a baby face and all that, like, crying and all that. So that, that, that did bring a smell to my, bring a smell to me as well. Obviously, um, Celtic had a few chances as well. There was Edward that had the, ch- the chance where uh, Simpson mistake and Edward was in and they just went wide of McGregor's goal. But uh, we've got uh, we've got credit, uh, I think. Yeah, Elliot as well. Yeah, Elliot as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was a header, was it? Yeah. Yeah, went wide, yeah. I think he should have done better, personally. But I think it's that he was under pressure as well at the same time. Through, I think Tavernier got a slight touch on that. That might have put him off slightly. Um, but I think you've got to credit, credit to the man in the moment, Mr. Jimmy Nafoe, for the fourth goal. K1, I think he was on for about a couple of minutes before he got his goal. Absolutely chopped um, Stephen Welsh. Yeah, he came on the 86th minute and then scored in the 92nd. Honestly, I, I think that capped off such a brilliant day for being a Rangers fan as well. Uh, Jimmy Defoe getting a goal. He's always said that he wanted to get a goal, and you see by his celebration how much it actually meant to him as well. I think he's only scored in one derby ever in his career, and getting that goal, which obviously he's, he's in a contract talks right now as, as in this day forward, and I hope he does get another year in his contract because he's uh, he's been really key for Rangers at times. Um, but that, that goal must 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 be mean a lot to him as well. Um, and I, I, I was I was so buzzing for Defoe as well, especially I think he's thirty eight year old scoring all from game. Uh, it, it it topped off a really good really good day for being an Rangers fan. Um, I don't think Andy was very happy after it either. I don't think any other Celtic fans were either. But um, yeah, so if it ended the Rangers for Celtic one, and um, obviously we're undefeated against Celtic this season, which is I don't know everyone this season in the league. In the league so far, yeah. Um, still got a couple of games, tough, tough games coming up as well. So I'm not gonna, not gonna say that at the moment. So um, yeah, really dominant from Rangers that game, and obviously really dominant from Rangers against Celtic this entire season. So it just capped off a, a really good, really good season against them. So I obviously was really drunk that night as well. So it was Rangers' uh, first win by by three goals or more. In almost fourteen years. Yeah, I mean, I think the last time we beat Celtic more than two goals was the four-two game at Ibrox back in I think it's twenty eleven. I want to say. Yeah. Um, the last time won by three goals was in two thousand seven. Uh, I can't have been. I can't have been, mate. October two thousand seven was the last time won by three goals or more. Won by three goals. Okay. Because yeah, the last, the last, the last game I went to. Um, Remember the old firm, one of the first old firms games I can remember, really, it was 2011, and Rangers won 4-2. It was uh, Lafferty, Naismith at a double, and um, Yelovich. Yes, and then McGregor, McGregor made, that, made a mistake with, they went through his legs. That's the game that I remember the most. Um, I think that was the last time we scored more than two goals against them, I think, I want to say. Yeah, the last... Last time won by three goals was October 2007. Two goals from Nacho Novo and the other oh. one from Barry Ferguson. So, yeah, I think that result, obviously, they were 10 men, but um, 
yeah, I think that result um, definitely made me a happy guy, especially after the result the previous week. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, it's just, it just, it just caps. We've been, we, we, I'm used to, especially now nowadays. Well, previously, um, was getting beat five, five one, five nil, four nil off them week in week out. We played them, so it, it's good. To, it's good to get a running on them, especially now as well. So it's. Very happy Rangers fan at the moment. <laughs> yeah, um, plus, Rangers have won every game at home in the league this season as well. So, mm-hmm. Apart from European, but yeah. Yeah, in, yeah. in the league, yeah. In and the league. Yeah, in the league, yeah. Um, but we'll jump from some uh, team that has won a lot at home to a team that hasn't won as much at home. <laughs> uh, well. Well. Um, well. <laughs> because Hibs... Lost 1-0 to St. Johnston uh, last Saturday. That we did. Um, uh, it's pretty much a carbon copy of the game up in Perth that we played a month or two ago. Um, pretty much Hibs come out of the traps for a sort of 20 minutes, look really intent on putting a marker down in the game. And then a defensive error uh, costs us a goal. And then after that, we just have nothing and, you know, don't look like we could have played another 60 or 90 or 120 or whatever minutes and no scored. So um, very disappointing attacking-wise. I think I've seen somewhere our XG was was a lot higher than theirs. They were more kind of defensive trying to hit us. Uh, so what I've got here is Hibbs's XG was 1.1 and St. Johnson's yeah. XG was 1.12. Wait, really? Yeah. Um, but obviously XG is different from each short, eight different sources, so yeah, that's why I'm not actually a huge fan of using XG normally because it, it it's it's not like a concrete thing that you can like kind of evaluate yourself. You kind of just have to get it from places and nah. Um, but it looked like we we had more of the ball, we had more possession, uh, we had a couple of good chances. Boyle in the first half. Um, obviously also having a disallowed goal, but it was rightly ruled out for offside. But um, yeah. it, was, it was just another game where it was a bit flat. Uh, the defence wasn't all that bad. It was just Porteous is the kind of player where he was brilliant last week, um, did really well stepping up to take the penalty, and then every sort of five games or so, he's got a really, really terrible defensive error in him, um, which he's been getting a lot of criticism for, rightly so, uh, I don't know how much longer he can keep doing these mistakes and still get backing from some Hibs fans because the ones that are backing him are going to slowly turn against him if these continue. He's been touted for a one or two million move away uh, in January and in the summer, but he needs to cut out his game. Um, we want to keep the not the rashness, but the, the bravery that he's got in his play um, and cutting out the mistakes as well. But, you know, he... If he if he learns and he develops in the way that I hope he will, he can be a really good player. It's just I think that bit of experience, that bit of maturity that maybe he doesn't have a minute. But if you look at a back at it, it is an awful awful pass. It's like you're told never to pass across goal as a defender. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know if you've seen uh, it. Coming. Yeah, I'm just seeing it just now, mate. Um, it is a horrible mistake. The thing is, there wasn't. It's, yeah, it's it's terrible. Yeah, what he should have done at least is try and put it out. At least, obviously, yeah. he, he won the ball back. I think it was, uh, was it? Uh, he did O'Halloran. really well. He did really well to win the ball back and kind of muscle yeah. Harren off. Well, he should have done is just, 
all, I've always been told when I when I've ever played defence, is mm. trying if you can't get past someone, just just put it out of the park. Uh, yeah. As long as it's away from the goal, but I, I see what he's trying to do. I guess, but nah, you should never he's, done it. Bit, a, that's a few mistakes Porteous has now made. Like I, I said, it's it, like I said, it's like once every sort of maybe not once every five games, but the the last one that comes to mind is the one against Livy, the one against Livy away, where he basically like yeah, yeah, for, yeah, yeah, for Robinson to score. I um, mean, from from a Rangers fan perspective, it's good to see Glenn Middleton getting getting a goal, even though sure. it was from an error. He did, he managed yeah. to get in that good area, and he's also, uh, he's also apparently yeah. got uh, he's also apparently got beef with us as well because his loan move didn't work out. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is a bit silly. And it's a celebration did quite. <laughs> a bit silly. I mean, if he was a good enough player, he would have shown it when he was at us, you know. But uh, yeah, not his not his quality at the end of the day. Um, so, scored a score against you. Yeah, not his quality though. I mean, yeah, I, it, to me, he doesn't get in the team. He's not still, good enough to play right? for his, but he's good enough to score against him. So. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, well, it was from a mistake, to be fair, but. Again. He doesn't. He doesn't get in over Jamie Murphy when he's fit. Boyle, uh, maybe he starts ahead of. Is Jamie like, Murphy your player now? Um. So the deal was he's on loan at this for this season, but his contract runs out. Uh, yeah, yeah, he does contract run out. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the season, I think I think he's getting because I, I don't see him slotting that Rangers team. As well, yeah. we we've signed another thing to note is we've signed Daniel Mackay from Inverness. And, and we we we've just signed this uh, the guy the the fashion yeah. guy whatever his name is yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I don't think I'm getting back so you probably get him to be fair yeah it depends though because if if Jack Rowe, obviously we're going away from the game now and more towards signings and that but um, yeah 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 which we can go back to the game but just quickly is if we are keeping Jamie Murphy it's it's kind of maybe a risk or more of a risk now that we've seen how the season's panned out for him he's had quite a bit of time out injured um, mm-hmm. when we first made the signing a lot of a lot of hip sounds were saying, oh, his injury record's not the best, but I was quite confident he would kind of shake it off, um, get into a good rhythm of games for us, but it's just really not happened. He has been injured quite a bit, and even when he has played, he has been quite inconsistent. Just, he he seems quite, um, he can skim past, uh, like, quite a few players, but he's then really reluctant to pass the ball, um, which is, you know, a big problem for our, you know, our kind of current attacking play. Um... And I think the signing of Daniel Mackay, who plays on the left wing predominantly, and also who's come off of a season where he scored nine goals in the championship, uh, that probably, you know, maybe puts into question whether we will sign Murphy on the longer deal. But it remains to be seen. Uh, at the same time, we do need depth in the winger area. I mean, we've only got Murphy, um, Boyle and Wright that can play there. I think we've actually resorted to playing McGuinness out on the left whenever we've had to this season as well. Um, yeah. yeah. So... But still, like Mackay will be a brilliant signing. Um, follows the trend of us signing young Scottish talent, um, and over the moon with it. Um, but yeah, on to the result. It's or back onto the game, I should say. It's tough. Our, our, our record against St Johnston this season, not not just this season, but at, at home against them in general over the past sort of ten years, it's not been good enough. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of disappointing. I think they they set up in a way that is absolutely perfect to play against us. And what's frustrating is we've not really done anything to counteract them, even though we've played them so many times this season. Um, mm. You just see Ross kind of doing... We're, we're doing the same thing where we're just putting on pressure, but we're we're not scoring against that, you know, that rock-solid defence. I mean, 
you know as well because they were brilliant against you as well. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, they're a very well drilled team. Um, Callum, Callum, you got to give credit to Callum. He's he's completely revolutionised that team, hundred percent. I reckon Hibs to beat St Johnston need to go a goal up, and I think what's happened in the last two games is that we've not gotten that first goal, and then it's just been way way too easy for St Johnston to to shut up shop. I think a lot of that has got to do with McCart. Gordon and Kerr as being such a solid backline, and if we don't make significant efforts to sign Jason Kerr, who apparently is a very big Hibs fan as well, um, then yeah, I'll be kind of disappointed. Um, but yeah, I'm not overly fussed about losing the three points though. It might be surprising you see hearing that, but yeah, it's quite surprising to be honest. Even... It's, not, it's, not, it's not there's not much between you and Aberdeen now for, for third. But hear me out. So I think Rangers getting knocked out of the cup means that. Um, we don't get a, uh, or sorry, it means that finishing third and fourth now for us, we get the same place in Europe. Um, no, so it I won't think be. That... It won't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Third it, and fourth it, go straight into the same round of the conference league. Oh, that I think that's stupid. If, if it is, it, it's um, geared to benefit the old firm uh, ultimately. But the if if Rangers had won the cup, then yeah. finishing third would have gotten us that you know higher European yeah, yeah. Uh, seating. Yeah, yeah. But now that you're out, I think Ross pro- and the team probably have flipped our attention over to the Scottish Cup. And yeah. That, yeah, yeah, which Definitely. is on the one hand good to see that we're intent on, you know, putting right past wrongs in cup competitions. But at the same time, you you, you know we could have kind of we could have sealed third uh, there and then. But like I say, I'm not too worried because even if Aberdeen beat us, right? So let's there's two games left in the season. If Aberdeen beat us on Wednesday. They go level in points with us, but we're ahead in goal difference by quite a long way. And then their next game is Ibrox on the last day of the season. So they would have to beat us and then also beat Hughes or get a draw, which I don't see happening, to be honest. Yes, I will be at that game, but not at the game, but I'll be yeah. there. <laughs> okay, so I reckon we can lose. we can lose the last two games and still qualify for third. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. It, it'll definitely. be tight. I mean, it, at the end of the day, if that happens, which it'll be in goal difference. I mean, knowing Hibs Aberdeen games is normally quite tight, so yeah, um, definitely. We could draw, we could even drop at Matodri, and I think that would secure us third as well because, yeah, there, there'd be four in it with three to play first. So yeah. I, I'm kind of very, I'm pretty, I mean. Just the fact alone, we could lose both of these last two games and still finish in third. I mean, is, if you if you win the cup and qualify yeah. for third, I that think that's one a of the best season. It's one of the best tip seasons for years and years and years. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But the cup is still to play for. We've got the semi final tomorrow. I'm sure I'll be talking about it later for predictions. So yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. The thing is, is yeah. I think we've mentioned the past couple of weeks is that the cup winners go automatically into the Europa League group stage. Do they? I'm pretty sure they do, yeah. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of money for us as well. There's a yeah. ton of incentive. And I, it's completely changed the last because of the Converse League, but that's strange. It's I, 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 I don't get that. I, I really don't, but obviously I don't want to tanger off into the cut thing. I'm sure we talked about it previously, but I, I don't get why, why third place go to the conference, but then the cup winners go into Europa League. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so it's not the directly into the group stage, but they go into the playoff round, Last goal, which, is round right, okay. yeah, which is basically one tie off the group stage. Right. Okay. It just, it, oh, still, 
that's that's pretty much like obviously as a seeded like, team as well in the in, like, in, let's, let's, just say, let's just say like Rangers did win the league. Let's say Rangers came third, right? Mm. So let's say Rangers got knocked out of the cup, right? And they qualify for third. So they go to the Conference League when previously they would get into the second round of the Europa League. It's bamboozled it's, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's completely. Strange thing, there's two Champions League spaces, two Conference League spaces, and yet only one with Europa League space for the cup. Ah, nah, that's a joke. I think that's a joke, in my opinion. But. No, it's just... it is, it, they, they've done it in the assumption that Celtic and Rangers will be winning the cup most of the time. Yeah, but don't get me wrong, it does, it does make, it does make like a small, like smaller teams. It's tougher. Uh, better chance, I guess. It's, yeah, it's also just tough for us because now there's more pressure on us to kind of win the cup, you know. But um, we should be. When I say should be, I don't mean that I expect us to. I just mean that like you want us to want to go and win the cup. We should be. Get, throwing everything at it, especially after the two other I mean, I mean, last time, last time you used your favourites to win the cup, you exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I see. But I'm not, like I said, I'm not, I'm not saying that we should be winning it. Um, in terms of, like, it would be embarrassing if we don't. I'm saying, like, we just need to put everything into it, and it's, it's any, any of the teams left in it can, you know, um. We confidence boost since I think St. Johnson have a few players out with COVID, so I'd much rather be playing St. Mirren in the final if I'm being if we get to the final, obviously, assuming. But yeah, yeah of course. Um, it all depends what happens tomorrow. We, we just need to take it one game at a time, and even if it is St. Johnson, even given our poor record against them, it's still all to play for. So, um, I mean, form goes out the window when it comes to that cup, also, it really does. Um... And bar last week as well, we, we've been playing a lot better, I think, the past sort of month, but obviously last week was maybe a bit reminiscent of some of our performances late December, early January, but apart from that last month I've been really happy with how we've been playing, so yeah. um, especially in the Cup, I think we've yeah. been really good in the Cup, and another thing to note, for, for tomorrow Doidge has scored in every run of the Cup so far, and he's also got more Hibs goals against London United than our team, so my money's in Doidge to score tomorrow, and uh, it'll be win for Hibs so, I mean I'm not going to say I hope so but, yeah. <laughs> Because you'll be on it for another five years, Marcus. <laughs> if we win the cup, yeah, yeah it'd be, it'd be another five years, mate. <laughs> it, it would be, it would be two cup wins in five years. Yeah, so. then, he, then again, he wouldn't be bantering uh, Rangers fans anymore, so it'd be all right. Yeah, then it'll be. Probably but what, 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 what I don't get though is like you've you've been slagging Jack Ross this entire season. Well, you've you've been on and off with Jack Ross this entire yeah, season. Yeah, the the fan base is really split. That. No, but no, but it's not about the fan base. It's about you. Whenever, yeah, well, I think whenever I've come on and slated Jack Ross, it's been for like legitimate reasons. But that I've never one, said one that. week you were like, "Yeah, Jack Ross." I don't think Jack Ross will last. And another week you were like, "Yeah, Jack Ross is a good manager." So like... I, I said one week that Jack Ross, uh, I don't think he would last, and that was after the three 0 defeats and drops in the cup, and that was on the basis that if we just finished third and didn't have the Scottish Cup win, um, then maybe he was on a sugary peg for next season. But the performances have inc- increased, or the quality and performances sorry, have increased in a way that has given me hope, more hope. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, but there are genuine criticisms surrounding Jack Ross, but I think you just need to look at Jared at Rangers to see that, like, managers need time to implement yeah, what they're yeah, trying to do. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, right now, I think it would be daft to sack Ross uh, at this point in time. And I think even if we don't win the cup, I think it still would be daft to sack to sack Ross. Um, a lot of Hibs fans will have a knee-jerk reaction and say, you know, it's um, it's time for him to, to go. But 
I don't think, for one, I don't think the style of football has been anywhere near as bad as people have made out. Um, it's not been perfect. It's it's not been perfect every week. We've had games that have been terrible to watch, but like I say, it's just it's just a process, isn't it? We'll need to see what happens next season. Um, but probably, like I say, not not winning the cup um, this time, or even if we go out tomorrow, then it it can swing it either way because then he needs to win the first few games of next season. Because if we start losing and start drawing again, then um, it, people are going to, you know, fans are going to turn against them in the yeah. I'll say something about Gerard, right? Because obviously there was a, quite a yeah. few outcries about um, about Gerard getting sacked from last season. Last yeah. season, if Gerard doesn't win anything next season, I think he's walking a very thin line. Next mm, as in, yeah, because, because of there's the, so much on the line next year. If whoever wins the league next season has got automatic group stages to the Champions League. So, mm. that obviously, we're, we're on a title defend now. And the players now know what it's like to win a league. Yeah. So, that's what they'll be striving for. I think you're the absolute favourites for next season, though, if we're being honest. Because I think... I mean, like, yeah. Some, I mean, yeah. will have a massive league league. And obviously, yeah. Um, there was some guy, I don't know if you've heard on Clyde, who was like, yeah, I would rather wait three years before we win a league to see an actual good team. And it's the same thing what happened to Gerard. Gerard took it two years to build that team. And look what it's done. Obviously, there's been a few... The games we've lost have been quite important ones. Don't get me wrong. Um, and it's been it's been quite embarrassing at times. But I would probably say about 90%, 80% of the season has been phenomenal. Obviously, yeah. we, we, if we don't concede five goals in the next two games, which... Right now is unlikely. We will win another record for the least conceded goals in a season. Yeah, um, that's just outstanding. Especially yeah. what was what's on the line this season. What was on the line this season? So it, it, obviously it depends because this has only been one trophy that we've won in the past. Well, well the past couple of years since we've been back up in the league. Yeah. Um. So you know, it's it's kind of one of them. There's obviously a few fans that probably want if Derry doesn't win anything next season, we'll probably want him to go, but. You think really? Uh, even oh, after all the... oh, mate, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. There's, there's, the... there's always these people that are. There always is in every club that people. Yeah. If he doesn't, because he's put that on him now, he's got a title to defend, which is and which is let's say is 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 the priority. Mm. Um, and if he doesn't win it next season, I think there'd be a few cries for him to go. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, I can definitely understand where you're coming from because the hips fan I, base I don't, is I don't very... want to go don't get me wrong yeah yeah I mean it, depend, hips... it depends how it depends how well we play next season it all depends on that of course mm-hmm. um, but I, I don't know there's always a few there's always a few people that just want them to go there's always people like that alright yeah, yeah. Uh, as you mentioned earlier Marcus it was Aberdeen who closed the gap on hips to just three points and mm. um Nine goals in the goal difference table with a 2-1 win over Livingston. Um, goals from Hendry and Hedges for Aberdeen. Um, J. Emmanuel Thomas for Livingston. Um, Aberdeen, they look, they actually scored a couple of goals in this game. Um, I, was, I was really surprised, to be honest, not going to lie. I did look at the result, uh, but I haven't seen the highlights. So, um, Who actually scored for Aberdeen? Uh, Cam Hendry and Ryan Hedges. Um, in fact... Flying Canberra got an assist as well. So. Probably wrong, right? I have praised Ryan Hedges in a quite a, quite a lot 
Because he's, I always wanted to see him at Rangers, and I thought he would be the more likely candidate to go to Rangers than um, than Scott Wright, to be honest. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, it looks like Aberdeen are starting to, starting to get the hang of scoring now. Yeah. Um, obviously, it would probably been a lot harder than it than it looked like. So. I think it took a while because there was a lot of they basically changed their whole front line. In January, um, they had to deal with McInnes leaving and Glass coming in and the way Glass wants to play. So it has taken a few weeks, but I think we said in an earlier pod that this kind of end of the season for Aberdeen is kind of a bit of a free hit uh, for, for Glass and that there's not really any expectation on him for the rest of the season and mm. he'll look to rebuild for, for next season. Mm. But... It's too obviously, with, with the likes of Scott Brown coming on, I don't think people would. I don't know. I also don't know Aberdeen fans, but I don't know how happy they'd be that with that coming in. Obviously, he's a big profile and stuff like that. But Declan Gallagher as well. Declan Gallagher, yeah, yeah, I saw that. He'll be he'll be a good he'll be a good player for them. But like, I genuinely see now. I still don't see where, where Scott Brown gets into that midfield. Not gonna lie. Um, neither do I, to be honest. Because they've got. Where's he got? He's got Hen- They've got uh, Ferguson. They've got. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So they'll, they'll. McCrory as well. McCrory as well. Yeah, but I think Scott Brown will be mainly focusing on his assistant manager. Uh, yeah, focusing on being assistant play. manager over, over being a player. But it'll still be. I mean, he's 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 getting he's getting nutmeg by that guy from the back post. So, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it'd be one that, you know, it'll probably be a voice in the dressing room, but it probably won't play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That many games. But it'll still it'll still be, still be a voice for them. So, like, I don't know. Is, is the probably the probably I think next season, obviously, they're still challenging for further at the moment. Uh, but I think next season they'll definitely be a force to beckon with. To be honest. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a, a really good goal from uh, from the Jet. Anyway, I think it was really good play. Key him keeping it in, I think, and obviously uh, passed it in and got the got the return ball and um, did a couple of Aberdeen players. And I don't know who the goalkeeper is. I don't think it was um, the goalkeeper, but it was a really good goal from from Jet. Anyway, and that's only one that I saw. Yeah, it's start start from him, finish with him. Uh, I think Jet's been really good this season. Anyway, so. Yeah, so Woods and Goal for Aberdeen because I think Joe Lewis Woods and Goal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lewis is out injured. Um, but yeah, Jake Mandel Thomas another, you know, good goal from him. He's been, uh, I think that his his. Do you think he could go anywhere else in Scotland this season? I think he'll stay at Levy. I think he'll stay at Livingston. He's thirty now. Um, so... Thirty. Wow. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think he'll stay then. Um, but he has scored. Let me just bring it up. Okay, no, but but you could argue that in it in like obviously. He's been playing with Levy, and he's you know, he's not been consistent though. But like he could play for the likes of um, like a the Motherwell team. Hopefully, Motherwell would be better next season. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but like obviously, obviously Aberdeen just started to get in the striking force now. But could he get into that Aberdeen team? That's a that's a question. Um, he probably could, but I think Aberdeen won't want to do any. Changes. Don't get me wrong. He's he's pretty good, good defensively as well. He could play on play on that wing, but then cut inside. But mm. um, so it's his it's his fifth goal of the season in the league. Um, but he has he scored two goals since the split started. So I think he's really turned it on 
since yeah since the league split um but going to the other side of the split it was a bit of a shake up um there with a it was a tuna win for Ross County at Tanadice um goals from White and Iacoviti um which does lift Ross County a bit away from the danger um, obviously, there's still nine points off off Dundee United, who sit in ninth. But uh, they're on 33 points, killing on 32, and Hamilton on 30 still. Um, it does lift them slightly away with two games left of the season. I think uh, they have two big games left against uh, Hamilton and Motherwell. Um, that Hamilton mm. game on Wednesday is uh, a big one. Before mm-hmm. them, yeah, it's getting interesting down there at the bottom. Uh, I'm not sure, was it tonight? Uh, Wraith and Dunfermline playing? It's tomorrow night is the second leg, all oh, right. Yeah, no, it's, it's finished really nil nil. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see um, who finishes in that 11th spot because obviously that's kind of getting a really important few points, but also Kilmarnock, um, their form has been really good the past sort of month or two, so mm-hmm. like, I, I hate it. Well, I don't hate. I was gonna say I hate to say it, but I'm actually I really like saying it. That I think Hamilton will be bottom uh, coming into the season. So they did pick yeah. up a win uh, at the week uh, the weekend two one win over St Mirren. Uh, I was surprised by that. I'm not gonna lie. I was really yeah. for Hamilton and I think we all were. Due to, I don't know if you did predictions for that week. Probably another case of St Mirren having one island cup though. Um, yeah. 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 Still far clear of this relegation battle they've got really nothing to play for in the league anymore the only thing I want to say about C going back to the Dundee United Ross County game I know it's a bit changing off subject but I thought yeah. I don't know who the number 7 is for Ross County uh, winger is it no Gardine no Gardine yeah maybe yeah I thought his his um, inclusion for the first goal uh, was it was exceptional mm. to be honest I thought he was really good he did a couple I think he did about 2 or 3 Dundee United players they switched it into, I don't know who it was. Again, I don't, I'm not really sure. But I think it came into John White, who scored the first goal. Yeah, John White. Uh, yeah, a uh, really good header from John White, to be honest. Um, but yeah, no, fair play. I looked like it was dominant performance anyway from Ross County. Um, so, yeah, fair play to them, to be honest. Obviously, Dundee United have been struggling to score recently. So, I think they capitalised on that and obviously they made them pay for it. Yeah, but that, uh, going back to that win for Hamilton, it does... Spice spice up the relegation battle, I think, uh, at the moment. Mm. Um, they're on 30 points, while Kamalik's set on 32. Ross oh. County on 33. Um, and Kilmarnock were the only team in that bottom three to lose at the weekend. 2 0 loss to Motherwell. Goals from Devante Cole and Stephen O'Donnell. Um, mm. Didn't look like Lafferty had the best of games in this. Um, he's been the one who's been kind of dragging. Killy out of the danger. Yeah, he has like been. To have the, the best of games here uh, with two games left. Does really need to like turn it back on again. <laughs> two. In fact, I didn't actually notice this, but the last game of the season is Killy versus Hamilton. Oh. <laughs> so that'll be. Or yeah. Hamilton versus Killy, sorry. So that'll be one that will. I think that will decide who goes down. Bottom and who goes down through the playoffs? Yeah, of course. But they play uh, St Mirren on Wednesday. But going back to St Mirren, um, you came out this week that they 
have been denied a UEFA license. Um, obviously, they can't qualify through UEFA competition through the league, but they can still win the Scottish Cup. Oh, damn. How, how come? Is that yeah. They have been, yeah, been denied the, the UEFA licence, um, as have Livingston, Hamilton and Ross County, but uh, that's... Why, why is that, though? What's the reason behind that? Um, it just says, well, the reasons for the refusal have not been divulged, the re- ruling can be t- contested. So they can contest it, especially that's if rubbish. They, they qualify. But uh, the fact that also Livingston as well didn't qualify... Um, that means that if Hibs win the cup and Livingston finish fifth, they won't be able to play for yeah. the Conference League mm. as well. Um, wow. Wow, that's big news. That's big news. That's kind of disappointing. Uh, obviously, Hibs are the favourites to win the cup, so I see yeah. why, why Livingston have applied for it. But wow, that's what's going to happen then if they don't if they get the right of it? They'll, like, who's it going to? Who's it going to? It'll man? go to the next team who will be able to go for it. So, we, so... Livingston at the moment in sixth, so this yeah. won't happen at the moment. But if Livingston climb up to fifth, it will go to St Johnston in sixth. Yeah. Um, okay, that's kind of disappointing. I'm not sure what happens if St Mirren win the cup. I'm not too sure who that European yeah. place goes to. Well, probably It will probably go to third place uh, in the league or the runners-up. I'm not too sure. Yeah, no one knows because this conference league crap is just a joke. She wafer, so... Oh yeah, you wait for such a Um, but yeah, no, that's a bit disappointing, especially. Well, because yeah. it, it just it, it doesn't give a chance for the small clubs to small clubs to get into like, Europe. When, when was the last time St. Mirren would have played in Europe? I mean, it, uh, exactly. It, it would exactly. have been when they last won the Scottish Cup in like yeah, yeah. Which bring up uh, the article again. Uh, yeah, St. So Mirren haven't played in Europa competi- uh, European competition for 34 years. The last time oh, they won it was in the Cup yeah. Winners' Cup. In that, that's, that's, a whole, that's a whole generation, pretty much. Yeah, so the last time they won it was the Cup Winners' Cup of 87-88. Wow. Um, yeah, that's a shame. Some people my age that have never seen St. Mirren in Europe. Like, come on. Like, well, there's got to be a reason. There's got to be a mad reason why, like, some money issue or something. Well, there's, uh, there's grown hearts fans who've never seen their team lift the League Cup, so... <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. just going to check how Tottenham did in that uh, Cup Winners' Cup. Uh, they beat Tromso in the first round, uh, then lost to Michelin in the second round. Um, just so you know. <laughs> my, my my Belgian team. Oh, Michelin. Michelin. Yes, yes. Whatever it is. Yeah. Yes. Um, so bad news uh, for them, but they can still contest it. So I reckon if they do win it, it could be contested and I mean would it have been for the stadium because yes yeah, so the licensing uh, comes into tackle issues such as tra- fan- financial transparency and instability inadequate stadia overdue payments and lack of youth investment wow jeez wow 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 uh, it, it could be all them really because obviously we don't know the club inside out to be honest yeah I yeah. don't know wow. pretty much anything about St Mirren but uh, yeah yeah wow that's a bit. It's a bit disappointing as well. You want to see clubs being given the opportunity. I mean, even if they don't correct, win the cup, yeah, correct. even if they don't win the cup, the fact that even if they do win it, they wouldn't have the opportunities. It's, it's, it's big for Scottish football as well because if, oh, if they happen if they do well, then obviously that's coefficient points. That's, that, that's huge cash influx for the, the club as well. Exactly. Correct. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's disappointing. Yeah. You know. UEFA license. Who needs that pish? You uh, UEFA <laughs> pretending to be the good guys in the whole Europe League thing or European Super League thing, and they're still like. <laughs> 
marginalising yeah. smaller clubs and smaller I'd run about that, Marcus. I'd have run about that previously. I definitely, I. Um, but talking of UEFA uh, oh, and the UK, um, there's a possibility that the Champions League final could be moved to the UK and possibly Hamden. Um, so the mm. news coming out today is that Turkey has been added to the UK government's red list of no travel kind of thing. Yep. Um, because of their high coronavirus rates and the Champions League final between Chelsea and Manchester City is being is due to be held in Istanbul. Um, obviously, it was meant to be held held it last year, and it possibly can't hold it this year if uh, there was expected to be fans going to this Champions League final. Obviously, if they're flying all the way up to Turkey, they can't really do that. Um, but there's yeah. calls for it to be moved to the UK. There are only four um, Category 5 UEFA stadia in the UK. Um, Category 5 is the, the type of stadium which can hold a Champions League final. And those mm. are Wembley, Old Trafford, Millennium Stadium and Hamden. Ibrox. Is Ibrox Category 5? Yes. Category 4. Category 5. Category five, five, star. five, five, five star on the UEFA list anyway. Mm. They should have it at um, the Category 9 stadium Spaghetti HUD. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not imagine if it went to like the stadium of youth Champions League final I mean in theory in theory why, why not yeah. celebrating the Champions <laughs> lifting the Champions League trophy in front of the Spice of Life North Stand <laughs> oh no I thought you you got folk you got folk shopping at the Sainsbury's next door just looking on like funny. I stand in the shopping trolley just to watch the game Oh. <laughs> Okay. Right, just popping into Sainsbury's to get a champagne after the game. <laughs> I, I think um, it makes sense because it is obviously two English clubs in the final anyway. Uh, I reckon um, it'll probably be Old Trafford or Wembley. It can't um, be Wembley um, because of the Championship really? Player Final, um, which is on the same day. Uh, that can be moved technically because Champions League is more important. It could be moved, but then you have to move the um, League One and League Two playoff finals as well. Um, uh, it's Champions League, to be fair. Probably Hamden then, or the Millennium. So it'll be Hamden and the Millennium. Um, Aston Villa have put their Villa Park uh, Stadium forward. It is only Category 4, but then again, there's only, what, 8,000 fans going? So mm. it doesn't really it matter. Could, it, could be Villa, it could be Villa, but... I said, to, I, said to, I said to you, Sam, before. Obviously, obviously, you said you said a counter thing that somebody needs to be halfway between the team. But uh, I think the Olympic Stadium should be a good option for the Champions League final. To be honest, so the Olympic Stadium. You've got the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium as well, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That'd be a good stadium. I good. But again, obviously, it's not many fans. So yeah, yeah. So there are there are. I think they need a big stadium for the the media and the press boxes and all that. Um, that's me- the main reason why they have to use the Category 5 one because it's obviously the biggest match in Europe every year. Um, so even, they... even like obviously back to Scottish football, is um, had to be considered for that is it, it's quite it's quite good, I guess. Yeah. Because um, obviously we get a bit of recognition for Hamden, but uh, yeah, get, I don't think Hamden's the, the, the greatest stadium. For Champions League, to be honest, they have hosted Champions League finals before. Um, I think most recently in two thousand and two, uh, for Real Madrid versus Bayer Leverkusen. The final yeah, there. Um, yeah. But I, like I don't know, I don't know. Obviously, I think I think the main priority for the for the SFA is to keep that stadium like 
clean to an extent for the for the Euros. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you never know. Like uh, I, I don't think it will be handed by even even handed to be on the considered list. Is is quite is quite good for the Scottish football. It's quite good, yeah. And I think it it's going to be a good idea to move it to the UK, regardless of where it goes. Well, it than makes it. sense. It does make sense. Yeah, so. uh, I mean, it'll be kind of unfair on Istanbul, but then again, hopefully next year they get a, fu- a full final, filling up the entire stadium, push everyone back a year again. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's all All of the news in Scottish football. Uh, have we got a quiz this week? I don't think we do, mate. No, no, no. I, think, I think only three of us, I think. It's kind of pointless anyway. Um, yeah. I mean, Marcus will win it anyway. Let's just... Exactly, yeah, <laughs> let's just with that. <laughs> we, do have, we do have predictions this week, though, because um, I kind of feel bad, obviously, not coming on last week. I did fell asleep after work, but I, I kind of let the team not doing. But, but again, you could have still done it last week. But... Could have done. Oh, well. Um, yeah. How many <laughs> predictions two weeks ago? So from then, results are in, gentlemen. So in last place, which is I am so glad to say, is Marcus. Oh, Marcus, you had a nightmare. <laughs> oh, well. To the least, mate, you got two points. So that's terrible. Uh, so that puts you onto a score of 49. Okay. And uh, obviously, I did put his results in. So uh, the next, which is third, was myself with five. So that puts me on 57. And then next was Sam Three. with seven. No, yeah, with seven. Nice. So that puts you on a score on uh, 46, I think I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Tell me if I'm wrong, Marcus, you're Mr. Maths guy. So. And then the winner with a staggering score of 13 is Lewis. Okay, uh, I was surprised by that as well, to be honest. So that puts Lewis on a score of 28. So, so what's the uh, the table as a whole looking like? I think it's saying. So, in last, you still have Lewis on 28. Sam, you're on 46. Andy on 47. Marcus on 49. And myself on 57. Jeez. Oh. So, whoever wins the Mars bar, it comes into the last few games, gentlemen, and it's very tight at the top. Second to, uh, yeah. second to fourth is, is tight. Yeah, it's very tight. I think, yeah. Really tightened up. Between, you, between you and Andy, definitely, 100%. I think when Andy actually putting results in, he does get he does get them right, to be fair. Um, but yeah, no, it's all to play for, guys. It's all to play for, especially at the top as well. well uh, anyway, we could just get a good, good week and just, just jump the top. Yeah, we've in fact got yeah. eight games to predict. Um the two wow, cup okay. semi-finals and the six midweek games in the league. So the first game on Saturday at 4pm is Dundee United versus Hibs in the cup semi-final. And they go right in there and say 2-0 Hibs. Oh, they're best on the back. I'm going to go right. with 3-2 Hibs. 
Oh no. You think Dundee United will score? I think Dundee United. I think Mark McNulty will score two goals. That's Sam, why, why, why do you always, you always put hips to win, but you always make it really nerve wracking? I don't want that. <laughs> because, to be fair, right? It's hips. It is hips. Let's be honest here. They will win, but they will make it nerve wracking. I, as much as I predicted Motherwell to win, that was just to annoy you, Marcus. Sure. <laughs> let's let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Motherwell did did cause Hibs a lot of problems. Um, you probably bet that as well, for, Marcus. For, they for, ten, problems. For, for ten minutes they did, I. But they yeah. still scored from the chances. You must have been on your edge at the last ten minutes. I really was. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, like, which is a table doesn't reflect Motherwell's Motherwell's like compatibility at times. Um. I still do think this will be a walking apart for Hibs. Um, obviously, I think there'll be a few issues, especially after Dundee United's previous results as well. So I was, I was initially going to say as well two 0 Marcus. So yeah. I, I'm going to say two 0 Hibs. I think it'll be quite, quite, quite a doggle for the. I'm sensing it. I'm sensing, uh, I'm sensing a cheeky goal for United, but still Hibs win from you. No, no, I think, I think, I think it's going to no. Dundee United oh, will score. Dundee United will score. Okay. <laughs> and the second game is Sunday. Uh, at 2.15 uh, is St Mirren versus St Johnston. You have to remember that St Johnston have, I think it's four four or five players out due to COVID. Yeah, it's um, hard one to predict, to be honest, let's be real. But we don't know who those players are yet, which is yeah. Yeah, yeah. difficult, so we can't really, don't know who's playing or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I, still think some, uh, I still think St Johnston will win it. Obviously, the team on form at the moment, obviously... We don't know the players who are out, so this could change literally everything. But we don't know the players at the current time, so I think St Johnson will win two uh, one. I think St Johnson will win. But obviously, it depends on the players out. If they've got the key players, all their key players out, then it's good. Well, they've got uh, so they'll have um, the Hearts legend uh, Bobby Zamal in goals. Oh yeah, of course. So so what happened to Andrew Clark? He's not playing this week, was he? Uh, COVID. Um, they've got four players out with COVID. I don't think they've been named, but the fact that they've gone and signed Lamal on emergency loan kind of tells you everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that, um, well, I'll, I'll go and um, say what I think, I guess. Yeah, man. I like to think St. Mary will go through. Um, we, we don't know who the players are. Um, it's probably in most likelihood it'll be the two goalkeepers I can't remember the, the other uh, there's obviously Xander Clark and I can't remember the guy's name um, he played last weekend yeah I don't uh, know but it, you're, you'd assume it would be the both of them if it's um, both you know, obviously both goalies are out they've had to get a substitute um, so I don't think their outfield squad will be affected too badly but however I still think that there's potential for a shock I mean if, if the Scottish Cup this season has you know proved anything it's that there's been plenty of shocks plenty tight games uh so i think it'll be 1-1 after full time mm-hmm. and i think st Mirren will score an extra time and it'll be 2-1 after extra time to st Mirren. cool yeah i am gonna go slightly similar and say that it's gonna be 1-1 but i think it's gonna go to Penalties and because St Johnston could have keepers out, 
Um, oh. Apparently, I reckon it's going to be St Mirren who go through on penalties. Well, I'll sip in over that one, gentlemen. Yeah, I think it's a really tough one to predict because you don't know who's out. Yeah, yeah, of course. But now that makes it more exciting for the for the predictions, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. But let's go forward to Wednesday. We have a full round of fixtures uh, in the top half. We've got Livy versus Rangers at 6pm. I'll let you go first on this one. I'll, I'll go last. 3-0 no, Rangers. Oh, really? Why is that, Marcus? I want to know your reason why. So, uh, it'll be a, another easy victory, I think. I mean, Livy had their kind of good period of form, but... They can be kind of on and off now. And yeah, they're quite vulnerable at times, yeah. Rangers yeah. will Rangers will just turn up. I mean, they'll have the incentive to go and beat in the season. It, I mean, yeah, that, that's, one thing we, that's one thing we have to fight for now, is not conceding and obviously going undefeated. Um, yeah. yeah, Sam, what were your predictions? Um, it's always a tight game when yeah, they yeah. play at... Uh, Spaghetti Had. Spaghetti Had, Tony Macaroni. Um... So I'm just gonna go with one nil Rangers. Okay. It could be tight, well, but Rangers will win. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I, I, I did. I would say the same thing as well. Uh, I, I would combine both your, your, uh, your thinking. So I think obviously when we go to the the Tony Macaroni, it's always difficult. It always is when you go there, because uh, obviously plastic pitch, etc. Um, and obviously Marcus, yeah, Levy have lost form as well, and obviously Rangers have just come off with a, a massive win against Celtic. So I'm going to go in between you. I'm going to say Rangers two, Livingston nil, uh, which is which is probably fair. I don't think Rangers will. I think we'll try and we'll try and use players we don't normally play. But again, I feel like obviously our, our bench has been quite strong. Obviously, we, we could probably make a second team out of our bench, and we'll still be a really strong team to compete for the league. To be honest, not going to lie. Um, but yeah, no, no, I think it'll, it it won't be as as easy as people think. But I, I still think it'll be it'll be sort of comfortable off because of his form. Yeah, so two 0 Rangers. Goals coming from Alfredo and Kent. Uh, in the next game at six thirty, uh, it's Celtic versus St Johnston. <laughs> Again, another difficult one to predict because we don't know who's out for St Johnston in the games in five days. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I'll cut it off. <laughs> I'm going to say 1-0 St. Johnson. Well, because I, I can't predict Celtic to win. I, I, can't. <laughs> I can't. Especially, like, they're coming off a really bad loss as well. But also, I think... I, I don't know if they're appealing Callum McGregor's yellow, are they? I don't think so, no. Even if even, they do... It, it even, even, even though... Um, Mr. Kennedy came and said it wasn't a second yellow, so why are they not approving it? Anyway, they move on. But, um, yeah, obviously I can't predict Celtic to win. Um, St. Johnson are on form. Of course, they lost players out. But, uh, yeah, that's the reason why I think St. Johnson will win. They're just, they're just on form right now. They're the better team. Uh, I think it's at Celtic Park, yeah. 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 Um... Obviously, well, St. Johnston did get a draw there earlier in the season, but I don't think we'll replicate it. Um, 
probably just a 2-0 for Celtic. Um, probably not the best performance from Celtic, but they'll just kind of get over the line and, yeah, just a standard kind of win. Yeah. Maybe t- someone like El Unicy having a good game. For I, them. I, I would yeah. normally I would normally think that, but I can't predict everything. win. Yeah. I'm going to go with 2-1 to Celtic. Just because, yeah, it's going to be a tight game, but don't know how St. Johnson are going to play. Don't know how Celtic are going to react to what happened to them last week. So, it'll be an interesting yeah. one. For sure. And the last game in the top half uh, is between Aberdeen and Hibs at 7.45. Oh, I'm going to kick off. I'm going to say nil nil. Always is between always be always is between I mean, the That would get us uh, that would get us third, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Pra- yeah practically secures yeah. third, so Yeah. I mean uh, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna be outside the following week of Ibrox, so I won't be able to watch the that's probably the only game I'm probably gonna miss. So I'm yeah. gonna say one one because as much as I wanna say two one Hibs, um it, it's Hibs Aberdeen fixture. <laughs> So yeah. it's always in a draw, always ends in it's one. It's also like, oh, wow. we'll probably rest a few players, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, if we get, depending on where we get through tomorrow, um, to the final, so, which is obviously is the week after. Next, uh, we're still on the Saturday, but yeah. Um, 2-1. Uh, watch, is it on Premier tomorrow? Yes, unfortunately. Okay, I'll get that watch. I'll get that watch. Right. But um, that'll be enough to get enough to get us, us, uh, us over the line, and that's good enough for me. So, so yeah, one one. Cool. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna agree with Carl. Go nil nil. Hmm. Yeah, it's a Hibs Aberdeen fixture, isn't it? So. <laughs> I don't think either team's gonna win it, so I'm just gonna go with a draw. Right. I, I, all right. I'm gonna make this now. It's either gonna be nil nil or it's gonna be one each. Yeah, like yeah. it's going to be... So that's what makes it exciting. I don't I see either team winning it, so... I mean, if Martin Boyle does play well and the strikers are on form, then Hibs will win it. But if Hibs, same with Aberdeen, if Hibs, if Aberdeen strikers are on form, then it could go either way, you know. Yeah. But Hibs are definitely favourites, of course. But again, it's the Hibs-Aberdeen fixture, it's all I need to say. I'm sure you agree, Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we get back into the relegation group, the, the, the bottom six, and it's Dundee United versus Motherwell at six. Mm, I want to put it, to be honest. I'm going to say... Oh, it's so tough. It really is. Um... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say what I thought initially. I'm going to say 2-1 Motherwell. I really, I really can't see Dundee United scoring more than one. Even that, to be honest, it's it's hard to predict because obviously Motherwell have have been like when they're poor they are really poor, mm. but when they're good they can be a really good team. They're a very funny team to predict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm 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 gonna go with my gut. I'm gonna say two one Motherwell. Yeah. I'm gonna go with two nil Motherwell. In the same way, I don't see Dundee United scoring. Um, Seagrist is out for the rest of the season for Dundee United, so you know a bit. They're 
they're not playing their best goalkeeper. Um, and I think yeah. Motherwell will yeah. take advantage of that, especially if Devante Cole. And uh, it's going to be a 2 0 Motherwell win. Marcus. Mm. I'm going to say 1 0 Motherwell. It'll be a tight one. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one to predict, to be honest, really. Yeah. Could go either way, to, uh, I can see it. If Motherwell play bad, then they'll, they'll lose. Yeah. Absolutely. And then at uh, 7.45, we've got Killy versus St Mirren. Mm. As well. Yeah, that one for me is a Killy win. I think 2-1 probably. Again, this, this game does determine on what happens with um, semi-final, to be honest, because St Johnson lose. Uh, St Mirren lose, sorry. Um then it, 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 could, it could affect their morale for the next game. Um, but yeah, I'm probably going to agree with you on this, Marcus. I'm going to say 2-1 as well. To Kelly. If Lafayette is on form, then yeah. Obviously, Lafayette wasn't the greatest in the last, last week, so if he's back on form, then yeah, they'll get gold, I think. Especially, especially against like a, like a weakened sitting inside, which, which yeah. I don't think they've been playing great recently. Mm. Well, you guys played each other in the cup a couple of weeks ago and finished 3 3. So I reckon it's going to be a close game. Uh, Kelly will want to get out, and St. Mirren aren't playing for anything anymore, really. So I'm going to go for 2 1 to Kelly. Sorry, what you say? That's 2 1 Kelly. On Kelly, so we're all going with 2 1. This, yeah, it's like very good, guys. All the best, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and the final game is also at 7.45 on Wednesday is Ross County versus Hamilton. I just noticed that Hamilton play both Ross County and Kelly in their last two games of the season. Yeah, me. I don't think, see, this bottom half of the table is so hard to protect. Any team can beat another team, realistically. Yeah. I'm going to get this uh, right. I'm going to get this off. I want to say Ross County win, but it's Hamilton. But it's Hamilton. Uh, nah, I'm going to go with my gut. I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say two 0 uh, Ross County. Two 0 Ross County. But I, I, I can't see. I, I can't see a reason why Hamilton can stay up this season. As much as much as much as it's Hamilton, I, I I can't I can't see them staying up this season. I really can't. Yeah. It's not, it's not like I want them to, but um, yeah. Um. It's hard, again. It's hard to predict. They could go either way. Hamilton on form, they'll they win. Ross County or not, they won't. Again, it's hard, it's hard to predict the bottom of the table. I think Ross County are actually. You know, been, they've they've had a few good results this season, um, and I reckon if they get a win here, it'll probably take them out of the relegation battle. They're the one who's most clear at the moment, and but it's Hamilton. <laughs> exactly, it's it's Hamilton. Uh, 
fuck can I was going to say 2 I'm... two nil Ross County yeah same as that yeah I was thinking 2-0 Ross County as well and I'm just going to stick with it even though Sam said the same but... as we all said the yeah. same for the last two <laughs> it's, just, it's so hard to predict and we all yeah, the same so prediction yeah. I'm kind of glad we're agreeing but I'm kind of not because if I get points then you're all getting points yeah, we're all getting the same points and we're all getting no points so it's going <laughs> yeah. to be interesting we're definitely going to be interesting mate definitely um, that means that after that, there's only one round of uh, league games to predict next week, and then the week after it will just be the cup, cup final. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there's not. Ma- I'm look- looking forward to next week. Yeah. Definitely. There's not much opportunity left to get the the famed Mars bar to win the famed Mars bar. But well, honestly, whoever the winner is of of this predictions. We'll get a Mars bar. The bottom, the bottom needs to buy the top person a Mars bar. That's that's the rules we agreed on. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. Um... Yeah. So at the moment, as it currently stands, Lewis needs to buy me a Mars bar. I like the sound of that. <laughs> I think next season as well would be interesting because we're predicting the whole season. Season, yeah. And I'll yeah. wait back and add. We're yeah. a few issues. But Marcus, I'm glad I'm glad you've been there to keep me keep me connected. So of course. Never come to end of the season, so but yeah. Yeah, so on that note of who's buying the Mars bar, uh we're gonna <laughs> end for this week. Um so thank you guys for joining me and thank you all for listening as well and we'll see you again next week. Uh, cheers guys. Thanks for listening, guys. See you later. Yeah. The False 90s podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Podbean and our website at false90s.wordpress.com. For updates, follow False 90s on both Twitter and Instagram. And a big thank you to Francisco Alvia and his track Space Game, which is our theme tune. Yeah. Um, how did we get <laughs> predictions two weeks ago? Uh, I don't know. I got rid of them. Is this you, you know, using some backhand tactics? Actually, actually, I do have them, to be honest. I do have them, but I don't know the results of them. It's just, just now you're in the lead. You're, uh, you know, cheekily. He doesn't know. care anymore. He's, he's in the lead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, do even, I do even I mean, if you know the results, then okay, you can so... do this live.